0: Welcome to the Living Godcast. Our prayer is that this message speaks to you, impacts you, and inspires you. Please enjoy today's message, and we invite you to contact us if you need prayer, appreciate this word, or would like more information on Church of the Living God. Be blessed today. This morning, I don't think the sermon, do you know how how long it took this morning, Steve? Right off? The sermon at nine o'clock do you know how long it took 34 minutes see and I was done listen I was done at 10 till yeah what about that so it's not gonna be long but I'm telling you I'm gonna preach something to you that you've heard your whole life but I've never heard it from this standpoint before I want to draw your attention to John chapter 8 verse 1 by the way happy birthday to Keeley hall she just turned 15. isn't that crazy that's crazy i asked pastor matt i said something about a car i won't tell you the answer but anyway just but congratulations Keeley. that's awesome amen and uh the lord is good john chapter 8 verse 1 jesus went up to the mount of olives And early in the morning, he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. Jesus went to church. Verse 3, And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses, in the law, commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? This they said, tempting him, because how many know Jesus was 100% God and 100% man, right? Tempting them that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. Verse 7. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. I want to preach to you for a few minutes it's time to drop your stones let's pray father we thank you for your word today we thank you for your presence that's in this place we thank you for the healing rain that's falling across this congregation and across the region through the social platforms that we're on i ask you again again father for the anointing to bring this word by the power of the holy spirit and nothing of me that will prick the hearts of your people and God, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. amen. It's time to drop your stones. Now, I didn't have this at 9 o'clock, but I'm so happy. Thank you, Pastor Richard, wherever he's at. Y'all remember these? These are from Vacation Bible School from Jerusalem. They were down. I distinctly remember them down the hallways of the educational wing, all over the halls. Terry, you, and whoever else did a great job. So these are my stones today, okay? So in verse 3, it says, And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery, and then when they had set her in the midst, they brought the woman that they found in adultery to church and didn't sit in her back where the Baptist sit. Don't die. Don't get quiet on me now. I got saved in the Baptist church. But they set her right in the midst of everybody so everybody could see her. And that's what the enemy wants to do. Is He wants to expose everything that you have ever done so everybody thinks think all sorts of things against you. And can I tell you, that's not God's plan. Amen. Jesus was teaching in the temple, and no, no doubt, everybody was there, so every seat was full. And there were two reasons that they, and who are they? Church leadership. Scribes and Pharisees, leaders in the church. There's two reasons they brought her and put her right in the midst of where Jesus was and where everybody was. That was to embarrass her. And then to embarrass Jesus, because they were trying to trap him. Amen. They thought, okay, here the woman is caught in the very act of adultery, and we've got him cornered. Because what they could have done was, they could have put her away in custody and come to Jesus and said, okay, here's what we've got. we got this lady caught in the act of adultery. What did we do with her? But no, they didn't do that. They brought her right in the middle of everybody. And let me tell you something. Anytime you sin, you don't want it exposed. Right? You don't want it exposed, but they were doing just that because they were vindictive against her and him. Now, get this part. Verse 4 says, They say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now, this is something I did not know until I was putting this sermon together, okay? When they were talking about in the very act, can I tell you that they meant the very act? They had at least two people. In the bushes spying on them okay and I'll tell you why there's two in a minute but what had to happen according to the law was that they had to catch they they couldn't just catch them going into the hotel room together or coming out of the hotel room together okay they they couldn't just catch them in the bed together listen to me they had to catch them in the act of adultery and that's as far as I'm going with that okay But what two people in their right mind, supposed to be leaders in the house, wanted to catch somebody in adultery? Right? And the law said that they had to catch them in the very act. The law also said that the two people, there had to be at least two people to see it, and two people describe it almost word for word, verbatim, of what was happening. So I want you to get that context. They weren't just picking on somebody. They had a plan to catch somebody. And can I tell you, You need to watch who you hang around with. You need to listen to what they're saying. Because if they're saying things to you that are contrary to the Word of God, you need to drop them. Well, but they've been my friends for 20 years. Who cares? If they're speaking things in your life that's contrary to the Word of God and you don't drop them, you'll have to answer for that one day. And the church said, now, listen, I like participation, so feel free to say. You can say amen if you like it. You can say oh me if you don't like it. Or you can say ouch if it really gets to your heart, right? So watch who you hang, your, hang around with. Watch your company, okay? Watch out who invites you to dinner. Because if somebody invites you to dinner under the guise, well, let's just get together and have fellowship. And they chew up and spit out the pastoral team. That's not from God. And that went in my notes. That was free. That's free. Now listen, if you got something against me or any of the pastoral team, here is the right way to do that. You ready? Go to the person. If they receive it, good. If they don't, go get someone else, bring them with you, and go to the person. Don't, don't go behind anybody's back. Don't go behind anybody's back. You go straight to the person. Amen. Oh, this ain't even in my notes. This is good. Praise God. Now the law of Moses... Now, Moses in the law, verse 5, commanded us that such should be stoned. And can I tell you, stone doesn't just mean, I'm surprised it didn't fall. Oh. Stone means that they were supposed to stone them to kill them. Okay, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 10 says, And the man that committed adultery with another man's wife, even he that committed adultery with his neighbor's wife, the adulterer and the adulteress shall surely be put to death. Well, anybody got a question at this point? What, where's the man? Where's the man? In researching for this sermon, there could be several different things, but one of the com- commentaries mentioned the fact that the, the man was part of the court of the scribes and the Pharisees to trap the woman. Now, that could be one thing, could be another thing. That's totally up to you. But what I'm saying for you to you is if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Now, you that are younger means if, it, if she's going to be convicted, he ought to be convicted too. Amen. Let's go a little bit further. I'm talking about, it's time to drop your stones. Verse 6 says, This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. Now, why were they going to accuse him? Here's why. Because the law of Moses said she needed to be stoned. But here's Jesus in his earthly ministry preaching grace and mercy in the kingdom of God is at hand. So if he says, okay, go ahead, kill her then they're going to say, aha, what about the grace and the mercy that you're preaching to everybody else, okay? But if he says, wait a minute, I'm preaching grace and mercy, we need to let her go, they're going to go, aha, say aha, aha, oh, we can do a little bit better than that, thank you. They're going to say, but what about the law of Moses that you're trying to usurp and take over by issuing her grace and mercy. You see why they're trying to accuse him? But can I tell you what? Jesus is the smartest man you'll ever meet. Watch this. Let's go a little bit further. This they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him, but Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard him not. Now, I was talking to someone earlier in between services, and they won't, I won't mention who said it. I'm really tempted to, but I won't. They thought... I wonder if, because, you know, Jesus was all man. The Bible says he's, been, he's tempted in all manner as like we are. And, and the person said to me, he said, I wonder if, he was, if, if smoke was about to come out of his ears. Because here they are. They're accusing her and trying to corner him. And he's thinking, okay, Father, give me some patience right here. I want to say some things. I want to post this on Facebook. But I, just give me, give, give me grace. Give me strength. And that was a good point. Because, you know, he's just as human as we are. And how many times, you know, you know I, I told you a couple of weeks ago, you know, my wife's trying to teach me, and she, she's doing such a good job. I'm just not doing such a good job at listening. Somebody will post something stupid on Facebook. Ooh, there's that word again. We were talking about how Brother Clowers, didn't you enjoy that revival? Man, how, how many times he used the word to call the devil stupid. But somebody will put something stupid on Facebook. And i'll just go to type and i'm just i'm just typing this thing and it's not just one or two sentences it's a whole paragraph then it becomes another paragraph and angie says don't do it don't do it don't do it and and you know what i'll be i may be in the church office writing this all of a sudden she's not even on the phone with me and i'll hear her voice go don't do it don't do it <laughs> so i hit the delete key and i keep the delete key down until the whole paragraphs are are done Don't post everything you think on Facebook. If you're mad at somebody, be mad at them, but again, go to them. If somebody's done you wrong, whether they deserve it or not, I encourage you, don't put it on Facebook. Don't put it on Facebook. Because once it's there, you can never, ever get it back. It's like when you say some things you're not supposed to say. And the words go from right here to about three feet in front of my face. And you know you shouldn't have said it, but you can never get them back. you got to be careful. That's the reason I like the scripture. It says, life and death is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof." What you say is important, but he stooped down on the ground. And he's writing. There's so many speculations about what he wrote. You know, some people, uh, Pastor Matt alluded to this a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was uh, the the scribes and Pharisees. Maybe it was the names of their girlfriends. While they're married. Or, or maybe it was uh, Jesus wrote down what sin they had committed that day. Well. So we'll never know. Now that would probably be one thing I'd like to know when I get to heaven. But it ain't going to matter anyway. Right. right? So he stooped down and he looked on the ground. They tried to a- a- accuse Jesus of not issuing grace and mercy. But then not, and then going against the law of Moses. Verse 7. And when they had continued asking him. Oh Jesus let me take a drink first I will think about it so when they continued asking him you know when religious folks don't get the answer they want they keep asking and they keep asking and they keep asking to a point to the where they're they're irritating that wasn't in my notes either and listen there's nothing wrong this church let me tell you this church is one of the best churches I've ever seen do a business meeting the way we do it we absolutely come together it's like Pastor Matt says we come together on Tuesday we have to have a quorum we have to have 20 25 percent of the membership we usually have that more okay we come in if you're not a member sit in the back okay that way the only voting members will be on the floor but you can hear everything that they hear you can hear the whole discussion We have 73 different financial funds in this church. Did you know that? 73 different ones. And Connie Curtis, our church secretary, and Pastor Richard, who is the financial person of the house, they do such a great job getting it all together. And you'll come in Tuesday. We'll have a financial report list, all of them. We'll go through them all. If you've got any questions, that's fine. But I'm saying that to say this, is when religious people get in the mix of things and they don't get the answer they want, they keep going on and keep going on. And that's what these guys did. They didn't get the answer they wanted, so they continued asking him. And then finally he lifted himself up and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. Now, they were physical stones, okay, and they could have been rocks or anything like that. Now, now these are, are, I don't know if they're, I wonder if, I know they're paper bags. Are you kidding? Can we usher her out for the next 20 minutes on the sermon, please? <laughs> Honey, these is <are> paper bags. <laughs> anyway, I don't know if the actual stones were bigger than this or not. I don't know if they were smooth or ragged. But I, what I do know is they had a stone in their hand, and I'm convinced if they were wanting to kill her because they were, I'm convinced they had stones in both of their hands. And I'm wondering... What these stones represented to those people that wanted to kill her. Wonder if they were stones of anger and hatred. Because let me tell you something you have to be extremely angry and really hate somebody to kill them. You hear me? You have to be that angry and that hateful. Wonder if it was stones of judgment. Because they were the judge and jury at that time. They said, We caught her in the very act, we saw it, now she dies. Or, I wonder if it's a judgment or a stone of pride that they caught her in the very act. It was a setup, and they knew they had the upper hand on her. That's pride. Now, understand while these were physical stones, for them, we have set up physical stones in our heart. Okay. Michael, come on. Will, come on. Waylon, come on up. Stuart, would you come up, please? Come on up and stand behind me, would you please? What have I got, four? Okay, Caleb, come on up. Danielle, I almost asked you, but you're pregnant, sorry. Um, April, come up. I, need to, I want a woman to, to be up here too. Okay, why you all stand in the line behind me, okay? So while they may not be physical, what stones are you holding in your hand? What stones are you holding to... Maybe throw at somebody, listen to me, or to inflict pain on yourself, okay? What stone are you holding? Come on over, he won't bite you. Sorry. No, no stand next to Stuart, would you? So maybe, maybe it's the, the, the stone of sin, and, it's, and you can. there's so many things that you could call it, sin, whatever sin it is. Maybe it's that's that's the stone that you're holding. I'm gonna carry this with me because this has got definitions I want to use. Maybe it's the stone of hurt. The dictionary says that hurt is damage, violated, injury, or offense. Are you carrying that stone? Let me go a little bit further hmm maybe it's the zone of low self-esteem and let me tell you something in this day and time as a pastor not only in this church but around this region there are, i've never seen so many christians with so low self-esteem and the dictionary definition i didn't put it with a dictionary or Greek or hebrew so forgive me for that not having confidence in one's worth or abilities i'm gonna hang out right here right now you that the enemy has been telling you that you're not worth anything and he's trying to convince you to cut yourself or he's trying to convince you to blow your brains out or he's trying to convince you to do something i want to remind you that that book says that you're made in the image of god And you were worth enough to God himself to offer his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you. So don't let, stop. Stop letting the devil tell you you're not worth anything. Well, but I'm ugly. No, you're not. God don't make ugly people. Well, I don't look like so-and-so. Well, neither do I. But stop letting the enemy tell you those things. Let's get another one out. Okay, so we're talking about the stone of sin whatever the sin is we're talking about the stone of hurt and you think you've been hurt beyond repair and that's a lie. the stone of self-esteem low self-esteem oh boy the stone of bitterness are you carrying the stone of bitterness bitterness means hard to bear Means grievous. Grievous means great pain or suffering. Bitterness means distressful, physical or mental suffering. Are you carrying the stone of bitterness? Has someone hurt you so deeply that you can take it back to the day, 30 and 40 years ago, to the moment. The place, the time that they said it, and still today it hurts. I want to tell you, when that happens, you've not forgiven them. You've not forgiven them. I'm talking about it's time to drop your stones today. Okay, so we got the sin of the stone of sin, stone of hurt, stone of low self esteem, stone of bitterness. The stone of unforgiveness. So when you forgive somebody, you give up all claim on the account of you cease feeling resentment against them. When you truly forgive somebody, you don't hold it against them ever again just like Jesus did for us. Can you imagine, excuse me, if Jesus said, I'll forgive you, but I won't forget it. That's not forgiveness. That's not forgiveness. If you're not willing to forgive and forget, and I understand, I understand, and I don't understand how to explain it, but there are times that there are things you don't forget, the enemy constantly brings against you, but there will come a time When he brings it against you and you realize it doesn't hurt anymore because you've forgiven them. Forgiveness does not mean it's okay what they did, what they said. Forgiveness is for you and not them. Okay? So we talked about all these different stones, and there's one more the stone of sin. I'm doing this on purpose. The stone of sin, the stone of hurt. The stone of low self-esteem, the stone of bitterness, the stone of unforgiveness, the stone of pride, the stone of pride, and the, and the word says, I mean, the dictionary says that pride means, watch this, swollen estimate of your own power and merits, Well look what I've done. Well, look what I gave. Well look what I did for that person. Well look what look 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 how much money I give in tithes and offerings and look how much food I prepare when there's funerals and look what I did and let me tell you something. The Lord Jesus Christ, when he died on the cross, has made a way for you to have total victory even over yourself and over pride. Anytime you begin a sentence with, look what I have, you need to stop right there. And you need to change it to where you say, look what the Lord has done. Amen? Because what happens is, when you get pride, and and help me remember them because I don't have my sheet with me, okay? When you have pride, then you continue to have low self-esteem, and you continue to have hurt, and you continue to have bitterness, and you continue to have unforgiveness. What am I forgetting? Sin. Thank you. Well, the one, of And you continue to have sin, and sin, and more sin to where it all covers you up, and you can't see your future. Because of pride. Don't worry about that. You can't see your future because you're too prideful to say, I need my God to help me. But I'm here to tell you it's time that you dropped your stones. It's time that you dropped your stones. Drop your stone. 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 But I can't do that i can't confess that what are people going to think what are people now listen i understand understand this i don't preach to angie at home 24 7. i don't wear a suit 24 7. i just soon come in here in sweatpants and a sweatshirt right and it's not that i'm different there it's, I pray I'm not different there, but there, I'll tell you what, there's times that, that uh, uh, I might say, and I'm not talking about cussing, but there's things I might say at home that I wouldn't say here at church. And understand that that's, that's just home. But don't let pride get in your way. Stand with me, would you please? I want you to, to watch this. I want, I want to finish this out. He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. And verse 8 says, and he stooped down and wrote on the ground, verse 9, and they which heard it, watch this, they which heard it, convicted by their own conscience. Now listen to me. I have heard for years, this, when they preached this sermon, that preachers would preach, that the, the, the Sanhedrin, the, the scribes and Pharisees, they dropped their stones and they walked away. Okay? This scripture does not say that. This scripture does not say that they dropped their stones like these ladies and, uh, and gentlemen did. They didn't drop them. They took them back with them. And what a tragedy, ladies and gentlemen, if you leave this service today having those stones continually in your hand. What a tragedy that would be. Now, I want you to bow your heads, and I want you to close your eyes. Please, everybody close your eyes except for the pastoral team because I asked them to hold their eyes open so I can see if there's any hands. But what about you? Are there stones in your hands that you need to drop? Would you lift your hand? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Come on. I know you're here. Keep going. Lift your hand high. There are stones that you need to drop. You need to let go of. So many people. Okay, you can put your hands down. You that lifted your hands i want you to and listen it's it's 1228 i understand that but if you want, you need to drop some stones i want you to come up front would you come on come on come on don't wait on somebody else i want you to i want you to come on up there's stones that just stand across the front would you please just stand across the front there's stones that you need to drop is it low self-esteem is it sin is it hatred is it bitterness is it unforgiveness is it pride my goodness Come on, if you didn't raise your hand, and you need to be up here. I want you to come up here. <laughs> Excuse me. You need to drop some stones. You need to drop some stones today. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When you drop them, drop them and don't pick them back up. My God. My God. If there's sin that you need to confess, confess it right now. So I need every pastor, Pastor Jim, Pastor Matt, if Pastor Richard's in the room. Brandon, would you help us, please? Come on up. I want you to get behind these people. Now, I want others to come up and stand behind these. Come on. Come on. Let's, let's go ahead and move. Don't, don't wait on somebody else to come up, okay? But you need to drop some stones. <coughs> Excuse me. And here's what we're going to do. Victories in the house. Victories in the house. You stay put. I want each one of you guys to go down and lay your hands on somebody on their back. Okay, go go ahead, go down. (coughs) You that are up here that you need to drop some stones, I want you to understand the way's already been made. Okay? The Lord knew this day was going to happen. The Lord knew... That you're going to be in this area in this altar area and the lord has made a way for you not only to drop the stones but for the stones to be gone totally are you ready lift your hands right now father in the name of jesus i pray right now for each one that came up here lord they need come on lay lay your hands on them, pastors come on those that are here that they need stones to be dropped drop them right now father we ask you to help them to do that right now if it's sin low self-esteem if it's bitterness, if it's unforgiveness, Lord, we drop it right now. Listen, now it's your turn to pray. Don't just pray in your mind. Pray with your mouth. Use your words. Lord, I drop that stone of sin. I drop that stone of unforgiveness. I drop that stone of bitterness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. He said unto her, Woman, where are thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, neither do I condemn thee, go and sin no more. Drop your stones today, church. Drop your stones. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? One of the greatest parts of that verse is, go and sin no more. You hear people say all the time, when well, we sin a little bit more each and every day, we don't have to sin. We don't have to sin. Amen? Pastor Matt. Thank you for listening today to the Living Godcast. We trust and pray that you are blessed by today's word. If you would like to contact us for prayer or for more information about Church of the Living God, please visit our Facebook page at WinCityCOLG or give us a call at 859-745-1865.